No. Why is the Forest Service cooperating with an event that doesn't have a permit? The Forest Service requires a special use permit for every group of 75 or more people conducting a meeting or event on National Forest System lands. The Rainbow Family has consistently refused to comply with the permit process during national gatherings since they claim to have no leaders and no one member who can speak for the group or sign a permit on behalf of the family. The Forest Service has periodically cited Rainbow Family members for failing to obtain a permit. However, the agency also works with the family to adhere to a resource protection plan in lieu of a special use permit to protect the health and safety of individuals at the gathering and in the surrounding community to ensure sensitive resources are protected, to minimize any environmental damage, and to coordinate post-event cleanup and rehabilitation of the event site. Why can the Rainbow Family members camp for more than 14 days? Most of our national forests have a 14-day camping limit, including both developed sites, developed campgrounds, and dispersed sites, non-developed campgrounds or sites. The majority of participants will not be at the event for more than 14 days. It would be impossible to track thousands of individuals and their stay lengths. What social impacts are expected? The Rainbow Family represents a very diverse group of individuals. As with any large population, a certain percentage of gathering participants can be expected to engage in illegal or socially unacceptable behavior. Some activities may include public nudity, civil disobedience, drug and alcohol abuse, confrontations between rainbows and locals, abandoned or disabled vehicles, and traffic, congestion, and parking for 4,000 to 7,000 vehicles. Can the rainbows use campfires if fire restrictions are in place? The participants must abide by all local, state, and federal laws, including fire restrictions. How does the Forest Service manage this event? The Rocky Mountain region is currently creating a national incident management team. NIMT objectives will include address health and safety risks to the public and participants, minimize environmental impacts with law enforcement presence and action, recognize and mitigate social and political impacts, respect civil rights of all members of the public. Management of the event is being fully integrated with local officials. The incident management team is working in partnership with state, county, and local law enforcement, health, and other organizations. Informational meetings involving the NIMT, the Forest Service, federal, state, and local agencies and entities will occur as needed. Where possible, the local forest also assists Rainbow members in locating potentially suitable sites for their gatherings before they occur. Is Resource Protection Plan in place? A resource protection plan is currently being issued with the following primary goals. Protecting public health and safety, minimizing resource impacts and leaving the site at or near pre-gathering conditions, reducing effects on and disruption to local communities, adjacent landowners, and other special use permittees. Issues addressed in the resource protection plan include designating parking areas to facilitate traffic flow, locating camps, kitchens, and slit trenches away from water sources removing trash, and rehabilitating the site after the gathering. Who will rehabilitate the area after the gathering? The Rainbow Family is responsible for site rehabilitation. Guidelines are outlined in, the, outlined in the Resource Protection Plan. At past events, many individuals have stayed to assist in site cleanup and have paid for trash disposal with a local vendor. Forest Service officials anticipate this will occur again this year. What role does the state and county play in this event? 
Event management is being fully integrated with local officials, including all tribal, federal, state, county, and local law enforcement agencies, as well as emergency service organizations, public health departments, and social services. Are special closure orders in effect? The forest may issue special closure orders to protect the health and safety of visitors and or natural resources that could be impacted by the incident. Will the area be open to the public? Yes. However, all National Forest visitors must obey federal, state, and local laws and regulations. The Forest Service takes the enforcement of these laws very seriously. The gathering may impact the community, neighbors, and other forest visitors. The Forest Service will work hard to minimize any negative effects to local communities and the environment. Does the Forest Service test the water? The Forest Service does conduct water quality testing as part of the regular monitoring procedures. If during those tests the data indicates there is a problem, the appropriate health departments will be contacted. What makes the Forest Service think the event may occur in Colorado or Grand County? The Rainbow Family held its first gathering 50 years ago at Strawberry Lake on the Arapaho National Forest. The Forest Service is aware, based on information posted on various websites and social media used by Rainbow Family members, that the 2022 National Rainbow Family Gathering could occur in Colorado, possibly on the Arapaho National Forest, in recognition of the 50th anniversary. The specific site or time frame is typically not known until the group holds its spring council in June. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl I wrote this song I I'm Mike's friend My turn-ons are satin sheets I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Once again, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. You're, you're the host. You wrote the theme song we just heard. You researched a movie we're going to watch in its entirety. You have a comedian, a celebrity comedian, all waiting in the wings. This is your show, buddy. I just have my name on it first. And, <laughs> and I forget your name, and I don't have your photograph. And... On the Avatar, you know how it goes. It's a stand-up comedy. Welcome. To, we're right now streaming on MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, go to MutinyRadio.fm. We are on every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard, 5 p.m. East Coast time. And we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast. It's by the acronym you heard up front, L-W-A-F-L-M-Y-T. Y-T being YouTube. And we also have a YouTube channel called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, where if the producers are nice enough of us, we can post the movie and the podcast at the same time, something Carl does. So we have a little mini empire, so we want to make sure that you donate to Mutiny Radio either on their Patreon page or on their Venmo page. Carl, what is the movie we're watching this week? 
today. We will watch <clears throat> Miracle on 34th Street, 1973. Oh. Yes, Miracle on oh. 34th Street, 1973. Well, may I be the first one in 2022 to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry and Merry we Christmas. have a celebrity comedian <laughs> to do our celebrity comedian countdown. Carl, please introduce our celebrity comedian. Okay, but first, I want everyone to search for Miracle on 34th Street, 1973. Miracle on 34th Street, 1973. 1973. Okay. Right. And the channel we like is called Why I Am What I Am. One word. Oh. That sounds like that song, right? Remember, what I am is what I want is. Yeah, what I am what is what I Yeah, is that Alanis? Is that Alanis? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Is that Alanis? Alanis. Dude, I didn't know you were going to be singing Alanis on this podcast. Yeah, Carl. sure. Why not? Anything goes. I'm too tired for it. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street, 1973. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. And the channel we like is Why I Am What I Am. You have it, Michael? Yeah, I'm all set. I went to click the link. I hit pause. I moved the timer to zero, zero, zero. I'm just waiting for you to introduce the celebrity comedian to kick off the celebrity comedian countdown. And I believe this is a special celebrity comedian who's staying for the whole show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Anthony Quinn. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I just hit okay to record it, so I don't know if it got my my opening. I don't know, man. You want to do it again? Recorded. You are on. <laughs> now, Anthony, no, you man. and I no. are comedy partners, right? We often do shows at Scotty's, and one of the big popular shows is Late Night with Anthony Quinn. Tell us about oh. it. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, basically, I'm an only child that needs a lot of attention. So, uh, you know, I like to talk. And I also like to talk. <laughs> and I like to talk. Um, so, you know, I have some of my friends come by. They perform. And I talk. <laughs> and there's a couch involved, I hear. Yeah, they come over and they have um, some of them come. We have featured performers. Um, and the featured performers come and have uh, three to five minutes with me on the couch. Um, and then we have kind of a, a middle level and then, you know, a newcomer level. So, you know, we all enjoy it and have fun. And uh, we've had, you know, we, we I think we're like five for six, Carl. Oh, no. Yeah. What are we, four for five? I see. I think you're, we're, you're coming up on number six. Now, where do you broadcast this show? <laughs> That means one was shit, everybody. Yeah, I got that. Four <laughs> I for five. That. Sorry, I, I just had show. to make sure nobody missed that. We're four for five. Pretty good. How was the bad show? What? Where's Where's it broadcast? Some people love the bad show. What? Um, you can see it on Facebook Live. You can go to my channel. You could go to everything Anthony Quinn. It'll probably yeah. be you have, have a like Facebook a link to page. it there. You have a Facebook page called Everything Anthony Quinn. I have, and a, this group, I have a, a group called Everything group. Anthony Quinn. We have over a thousand members. Yeah. Oh, and it's a you hit. could be a member. That's right. That's what <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not. No, nothing personal, Anthony. But I decline all of those messages because what happens is, like, I wake up and I check my Facebook page, and I'm friends with every asshole comic I hate, <laughs> and I'm like, how did I click like? I don't even realize they had a page. 
So there's nothing personal. I try to weed it so out. So now when you see mine, when you see mine, uh -huh. you can just join. Be I part of mine, Mike. Come on, man. Maybe because we, we are having a connection right now. And for networking purposes, <laughs> I would include you because you have <laughs> this on. I had this woman say to me, stop inviting me. Stop inviting me. <laughs> and I just kept inviting her. <laughs> I said, you can unfriend me, man, you know. You could block oh, no, there's it no way you could block it or like stop yeah. notifications, you know. Now, one of the things Anthony does on his page is a sort of selfie. Someone will be on stage and he'll kind of selfie himself with them. And it became a trend on his, in his group and on other people's group. It spilled out and other comedians were doing it mostly when Anthony Quinn was on stage and posting it to his group. He, he, you got a big thing going there for a while, didn't you? You know. We try to mix it up, try to have some fun. Um, I have a family, so a lot of times I can't go to all these shows where there's, like, nobody there, but the same people high-fiving each other and stuff. I can't drive an hour plus to do that or even 45 minutes. So, you know, I go I go different places. I, I own a mic. I own a mic. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I host a mic. I own it. I host <laughs> a mic, um, and we have some nice talent come in. Sometimes there are – our number is a little low for the people that show up, but it's always like a couple pro comics, couple mid-level comics, and a couple uh, new comics. And I like that because, uh, you know, it gives it gives people some inspiration before they quit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Michael, here's what I've been trying to get to, okay? Anthony Quinn is a guest on our podcast, but he knows from podcasts he's sporting two of them. No. One of them's called Food Addict, a big hit, and the other one is Quinspiracy, a comedy show about conspiracies, right? Tell us about yes, that. Yes, I'm more of a skeptic than anything these days. Um, but, you know, it's cliche to say I want to believe, man. I want to believe, dude. But then I hear, like, after an hour and a half, some dude slips in some anti-Semitism, and I'm like, fuck! <laughs> you know... <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like our, our fan base on our Facebook page. We have to, when we scroll down, eventually they talk about Zionists, and you're like, oh, thank you, <laughs> bye. Yeah, yeah. it's like, couldn't you have saved that for the next movie, man? Yeah, right. Oh, man. Uh, you know, we try to have some fun, mix it up. Um, I always get good feedback. Everybody likes being on, and they surprisedly say to me, wow, that was fun. <laughs> now, Food Addict is more serious. Now, it's still a comedy show, but it's a tougher topic, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, well, we, we do, like, with both shows, kind of, I do the first um, half hour, kind of, you know, little serious Food Addict. I, it depends who you are and if you've had problems with food. I've right. had a decent, mostly women have been on the show. There's been more women than men. And women, you know, have a lot of issues with food, a lot of things that are expected of them, a lot of... Um, you know, just they can identify with a lot of the things I've gone through as a food addict. So, uh, but it's not, you know, it's not self-help or anything. It's just me complaining about my miserable life, <laughs> about how I eat too much fast food, and I'm probably going to um, die a lot sooner than I should. <laughs> All right. What? Great. Now, that doesn't great. sound funny, but let me tell you. <laughs> oh, you have that yeah. camera. Yeah. Yeah. Great Ooh. funeral, man. It's going to be Ooh. hilarious. Dude. Oh, what a great podcast that funeral will be. Now, Anthony Quinn, everybody at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same time as we do, okay? So I want you to give us a celebrity comedian countdown. 
which is three, two, one, go. Now, don't forget to hit yours at the same time on your device, okay? okay so I, I, just have to say, I, I just have to say one thing real quick. Hi, everybody. I'm Anthony Quinn. Hey. And here's your countdown. Three, two, one, go. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, celebrity comedian. Uh, countdown. That was great. Give it up for the comedian. We're already kicking in with Christmas. By the way, Anthony, may I be the first to wish you Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas. Merry thank Christmas. You. Merry Christmas. No, that. Merry Christmas, me. It's my favorite pagan holiday, man. Absolutely. Oh, man. really? What's your second favorite? <laughs> can you can? What's your second favorite pagan holiday? Easter, dude. Come on, man. Uh, the, the whole side. bunny. You gotta like now, the here bunny. Here we have. Uh, some sort of Santa Claus guy correcting the guy who's doing the display about where do the reindeers go? They all, they all look the same. Book. They all look the same. He's fucking. Oh, losing. he looks like the guy from the good one. <laughs> oh, so he's Chris Kringle, the store Santa Claus. Ooh. That takes me if back. this guy doesn't sing to an Eskimo, okay, I'm going to have a problem. Papa Show Show. If I don't hear Papa Show Show, was that in the original? Yeah. Now, we're about to get a crotch shot, and I'm not sure why. It's the producer, I guess. There's gimbals. <laughs> yeah, they like jazz. <laughs> they 70s <70'd> it. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely 70s New York. You could see people. And there's Macy. The Now, they have, like, a, a rivalry. Is that how it goes? Because I only know yes. Gimbal's from this movie. Right. Oh, Playland. We, hey. Yeah, the great Playland. porno palace, Playland. Oh, no, I was loved, the arcade. I used to go there when I was a kid. Yeah, it was an arcade, Carl. It was an oh, arcade. Skee-ball, porno... dude. That's the first time I ever played skee-ball yes, was right. Playland. Yeah, you got Fascination. That's weird. Tom Bosley's in this movie? Yes. <laughs> Jim Backer. He's a general gambler ever since. Now, here's the crotch shot. That's Chris's Kringle. Yeah, that's Chris's Kringle we're seeing. Chris's now, Kringle. <laughs> this, that actor is Mr. French. Do you remember Mr. French from, you know, Buffy, Joey yeah. and... Buffy, Buffy, come back to me. Yeah, Why'd Buffy you have to and go Joey. N-O-D? Oh, Who shit, look, look I think he's in Vegas at the Mirage. Yeah. <laughs> is that no, Lincoln no, Center? Lincoln Center, that's right. And we'll see it. We'll see the ice skating rink and such. Oh, right. Oh, is this a NBC TV movie? Oh, there's yeah. Let's is go to Three Rock for Christmas. Is this a TV Christmas. movie? Now, here we are in 6th Avenue, Radio City. Yeah, this is a TV film. Sebastian Cabot, right, Mr. French. Right, he's Mr. French. Yeah, I know. recognize the guy, but he's not the one from the original one. From no, Family no. Affair. From Family Affair on TV. The, the original one was in the 30s, at least, right? This is the 70s. Oh, I think it was fifty-five or was it thirties? Yeah, I think I thought it was thirty. It can't be fifties. It was the one you saw in the fifties was like a forty-five minute TV version. It was like nineteen forty-six or nineteen forty-seven was the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and they really kicked its ass. It was it's a good film. Now Natalie Wood's in that film, right? With as a little girl, yeah. Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. Yep. Because uh, 
That one was all about Macy's and Gimbals and like shopping and going to departments. There's a weird history of movies, especially silent films, where it all department stores and Charlie Chaplin has to work at a department store and right. parts of women come in. Wasn't Woolworth in there too? Yeah, Woolworth was in there too. They would always well Woolworth was in like frantic. Like department stores in New York City in the movies were always like old ladies hustling and bustling and buying fabric, you know. Yeah. I would like some fabric, please. Right away, madam. <laughs> Now we get to see the famous balloons for the Macy's Day Parade. That's what he's inspecting. It's going to be Parade Day. There's Bullwinkle. Has to be. That's Bullwinkle. Yep, that's Bullwinkle. Um, originally, the movie oh, that... was offered to Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner, her husband, uh, and Wood's uh -huh. daughter. But Natalie Wood was like, I want to keep my kid away from the movie. Well, line. I want her keep, to keep a... her away from Robert Wagner. Why? What, what's up with Robert Wagner? And Natalie Wood? Yeah. You tell me, man. Well, wait, we have Anthony Quinn here. They say what? he killed her. They say he killed her. Conspiracy says he killed her. They and I don't think they ever found her body. Did they ever find her body? No. No, I don't, I don't know. I think so. They called him up recently, too. Oh, may maybe they did find her body, but they, they found, like, a head trauma. I don't know. It's something weird, man. Yeah. Something weird, but Robert Wagner probably did it. That's right, Robert Wagner. I'm Anthony yeah. Quinn, and I'm calling you out right now. Even Quinn. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> no, no, it's good. You got to hawk, even hawk okay, Quinn. Okay, now Santa is disgusted because he has found a drunk Santa about to be Santa in the parade. And he's is like, that me? he's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Do you, you mean you got the job to be at the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving parade? I'm looking a little drunk. young in that shot. <laughs> Hey, I'm here, man. I'm a little drunk, but don't worry. It's the Macy's Parade. I just got walked down the street. They shot it where I'm taller. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little short claws. <laughs> Look at him giving him hell. They did the Tom Cruise thing where I'm standing on an apple box every time they shoot. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you giving a, Are you orating? No, I'm standing on a soapbox. No, did you see that commercial break? You'll see that throughout. We go to commercial break. Was, they're, they're parked right outside of Fire Hydrant. Excuse me. Chick. Okay, now, this is, um, let me see here. Karen, her name's Karen. Mrs. Alexander. You should notice her from... Uh, like the Great White Hope, all the President's Men, Kramer versus Kramer. Well, she's out. Her hair's kind of cool. That's all I can remember. Oh, he didn't know that Santa Claus was drunk. What is he drinking? Oh, Santa Hooch. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. brown bag in it because it's Santa Hooch. It's night uh, sled. <laughs> right, everybody night wanted sled. something from. If everybody wanted something from you all the time, you'd fucking drink, dude. Yeah. It's old, it's, what is it, old, old granddad. It's called 364 for the other days of the fucking year. <laughs> it's Knob Creek. It's 100 proof, dude. That's like a classic. That's like something I would do. I'd be like, listen, this is my big break. I'm going to be on NBC. I'm walking on the Macy's Day Parade. I'm going to have a couple of drinks beforehand. Now, know? here's Mr. Magoo. Jim Backus. Do you think he oh, was? Oh, I shooting? love Mr. Magoo. That sucks that that they can't play that anymore. Mr. I love him. I forget about Mr. Magoo sometimes. It has to be somewhere. It has to be like on a streaming service or on YouTube. 
Oh, you can find it. Yeah, you can yeah. find Mr. Magoo. But I'm now, saying it's a also, shame they don't they don't play it. He's also Thurston Howell the Third, of course, from Gilligan's Island, and uh, he was the Jimmy Jimmy Dean's uh, dad. Right, that's right. The yeah. fa- in uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. Who was? And I, Jim Bacchus, the uh, Mr. Magoo. And I think that w- we saw him in another one of our films, right? Yeah, okay. we we have had Jim Bacchus on the show. I'm trying to think what now, year. Look, Karen is coming home. Her job is done. She's organized the parade. Now it's just running itself. Her name's but, Karen? What is she out of her mind? <laughs> he finds a note from her daughter that says, I'm upstairs on the fifth floor with this uh, this person and he's a lawyer, and you'd like him, Mom. Come upstairs. You know, it's weird. Like, she had no babysitter. Now she's upstairs and left a note. Wait a minute. So she comes back, and she's like, hey, I have an uh, older man in my bedroom. Come up and meet him. Right. Look, see, underdog does fly. He's like, yeah. Mom, stop being so politically correct, you fucking Do these people know they're in this movie? <laughs> they should sue. I don't think so. They all came for Miracle on 34th Street, the television movie on My 50. Okay, now there is David Hartman from Good Morning America, remember? Why is he not hosting the parade this year? Right, that's exactly the role he would go on to kind of do, right? I can yeah. tell by the terrible acting. <laughs> <laughs> right, Card- cardboard has more range. <laughs> he is very- Oh, you're not an actor? Get out of here. He's being upstaged by his yellow sweater. Now, Susan is the daughter of Karen, and Susan knows everything about the parade. Like, that's Mrs. Lipkit from Cosmetics. So, wait a minute. Karen runs this parade, and she went home to just have a beer? Yeah. Her job is done. It will now run itself. She project managed it and said, go, boys, go. And then she not. No, she's got to sit through the actual parade. There she is. Is my daughter here? Hello, stranger. Hello, stranger. Come right in. Good morning, America. Yeah, right. Well, Look we were here the boxes, in the man. Jesus. He, I think he might have He moved just in. moved in. I think they went overboard with the boxes. I'm sorry, man. Like, he brought his entire life over here. And he's got what's a nice wrong with place. this fucking guy? <laughs> Who the hell? A guy has that many boxes? Okay. Now, you see Santa... Just, it's not our Santa. Look how long his beard is. But now there's our Santa, Mr. French. Right there? That's Mr. French. Wow, he got to do the parade and everything. He's got no, a nice... I think so. Um, Where's I... his apartment? Like, he brought all 100 boxes to Central Park West? No, it's Fifth Avenue. Is Fifth Day, Avenue. Is Thanksgiving Day Parade, right? So, so yeah, the so... kid's trying to get them together? Is that it? Well... Yeah. They're going to get together, but what's weak about this movie is there's no romance. They really don't have a chemical spark. They but look like they're together they're already, though. She's yeah. already agreed. Well, uh, I think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't think they were going to work out. <laughs> David Hartman. Good morning, America, right? Right, exactly. So he would do this acting role, and then pretty soon he'd just be a newscaster from then on, if that's the right word. Uh Uh-oh, who's this? Okay, we're never going to see her again in the film, but she's here by the director to be jealous and show us as an audience that there's some sort of, they're going to be a couple threat to her, you see? (laughs) Threat. Yeah. Threat to who, the audience? Who is she? 
She's just like a woman who shops for him, and she's trying to be her the girlfriend. How could some chick shop for you? Yeah, I know. And he goes to the organic store on Fifth Avenue. You know? This guy's yeah. a genius. <laughs> well, because he lives on Fifth Avenue where you can see the parade. And where do you get his groceries at Fifth Avenue? This guy's a genius. What else does he have women doing for him? Right. Right. Well, yeah. Not sexual. Yeah, all right. Calm about down. Whoa. Look in on his health every now and again, she just said. So anyway, she's like being with, with Karen. But we're never going to see her again. Mm-hmm. And a ratty jacket. That's right. I didn't even research her, though I could have. I'm well, sorry, I, Carl. This chick seems like a whore. I apologize. Yeah. I, I'm actually looking at IMDb, and her bio says whore. So I think we're all set. <laughs> now, Karen... I already met. She was the chairwoman of the National Endowments for the Arts in the '90s, which is a big deal. Do you ever see The Great White Hope, 1970? I've seen The Great White Hype with Peter Berg okay. and Samuel Jackson and uh, Jeff Goldblum. All right. Do you Let remember from no. all the presidents' men? Then do you do you know her face? Was it she the uh, Carl uh, Bernstein or uh, no? Yeah, she was Bernstein in it. <laughs> yeah, I remember her. Check out this creepy shit. She has a son named JC, and he was convicted of child pornography. He had it on his computer, and he shared it and stuff. He got 10 years probation and a permit registry as a sex offender. Wait, Jim Backus' son? No, uh, Karen's son. Her name's Jane Alexander. She's got all these Emmys and stuff. Who directed this fucking thing? Jesus Christ. A TV director. His name is Fielder Cook. You, he did I Ben guess, Casey. Did, did they do it like Clint Eastwood? Only two takes. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, they're lucky. Out, though. His 1971... <laughs> yeah, television, right. His 1971 television film, The Homecoming, A Christmas Story, spawned the series The Waltons. If it wasn't for this oh. guy, The Waltons. No, the, the Waltons was based on a novel. It has to be, like some somulist wrote his mm-hmm. memoirs of living in the dust bowl. Right. And then Some that, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, we had a Christmas once. It was awful. Oh, let's go with it. <laughs> a wonderful Christmas on NBC. That went through the roof. Keep milking the Waltons. Okay, now Ugh. that is Mr. Macy, and you know that he's Bosley on Charlie's Angels. Right, Tom Bosley. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, Bosley. And she, he's uh, talking down to Jim Bacchus. Making sure that sales are twenty percent up this year. When he's overacting like he's in a TV movie. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's Christmas. (laughs) I'm in a rush. I got two other Christmas specials. I got to tape. Wow, this looks like a gaudy little shit shop. (laughs) Oh, I know this guy on the right too. I think. Well, it's Bosley and Jim Backus again. It's Mr. Magoo again. Okay, now, here we meet a nerd. And the right. reason I call him a nerd is because it's 1973. If it was 2022, I'd say, okay, here we meet an autistic kid. Well, he's from Bad Santa, this kid, right? That's uh, Tim and Billy <laughs> Bob hangout. Yeah. Billy Bob takes a shining on him, even though he, he's a cantankerous old Santa. <laughs> that kid was sad in Bad Santa. That was kind of sad. sad. It was sad. He was oblivious. And it was... So, 
broke your heart. Okay, now this is Alfred, and he likes to drink. <laughs> he goes to this um, uh, children's center, and he plays Santa. So he there he thinks they're talking shop, like as Santas, you know. But he's really Dude, Santa. you got beat up. If you were trans back then, you got your ass kicked. <laughs> 1975, yeah, Jim Backus would kick your ass and then cut to a commercial. So, so now he just got this job, right? Yeah, he, we're seeing that the press... Was that guy, was that guy the Howell from Gilligan's Island? Right. Yeah, yeah he's a millionaire. Without so what life. happened, Mike, was... The drunk guy couldn't do the parade. So Karen said, would you please do it for us? So he did it. When he came off the stage, the Macy's people, like Jim Bacchus, was like, he's the best Santa ever. So they gave him a job. But didn't Gimbal's undercut it? It's like, we got some Gimbal's money. You don't want that yeah. Macy's money. I got some sweet Gimbal's. <laughs> ka okay. Gimbal's. Now, what's going to happen now is we see him as the store Santa. And there's a bike that they really can't afford. So he advises the mom, go down to Clancy's bike shop on 26th Street. You know. Oh, go shop elsewhere. Right. Go shop yeah. elsewhere. This is Mr. French, right? This guy's Mr. Yeah, French, right. right? Mr. Yeah. French from Family Affair. Family Affair? God, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, Family Affair, right. I'm going to be look. honest with you right now. I'm not liking the beard. It looks fake as fuck. I'm sorry, Mike. It is fake. It is fake. Hey, okay, look that. at this little snitch. Look at this little snitch. I know, man. She's on the naughty list. He's going to tell uh, Gilligan's Island that this guy's sending people to other stores. He's got a mole as an elf. Elf mole. Who, uh, Clancy? That's Mr. Howell from six. Gilligan's Island, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you would figure he wouldn't care if someone shops elsewhere. He's got a million dollars. He's a millionaire. Goodness, uh, lovey, what's going on here? And he, I remember now he was Mr. Magoo. All right, yeah. Yeah. If you want to sit on the lap of a younger Santa, may I recommend the YWCA's <laughs> Christmas party? A lot of young building uh, bodybuilding Santas. So now we're overhearing that, like, you would think going somewhere else was bad, but they're saying, like, because of your honesty, I'm shopping here more, and sales are going to go up. So, Did Mr. you see that belly outfit that woman was wearing where she exposed her belly but had, like, a suit around it? I didn't. We'll have to rewind. I saw we'll this never see times. a commercial. 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 I don't have a commercial. No, no, oh. it just goes to black and comes back up in those spots where the commercials were. Right on TV. Okay, now here's Susan with Good Morning America, and we're going to find out is, this scene. This dude that, is terrible. Yeah, he is. He's wooden. We're going to find out. Look at him with that arm like that. I know, I know. He's, he doesn't even look like a kid. He's not even trying. He needs to be taken down right now. <laughs> I need to get into a time machine and paintball this guy or something. Swap, 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 swap. What happened? Yeah, I see some ideas there. I know. He wouldn't even react. He'd be like, yeah. Oh, paintballs, huh? <laughs> a paintball attack after this. <laughs> I wish you used red. Okay, so what we learn in this scene is that she's cynical and she doesn't believe in anything magical and she knows Santa's not real. Right. Now, you see, he just pulled the beard. You see, Mr. French really did have a beard. Yeah. What they That's tried to do, yeah. but they couldn't make it white. 
They tried with all sorts of effects, so he had to shave and wear a fake beard. I don't like the fake beard, Carl. I I don't don't like it. it. You're disgracing my other boy's movie. Yeah, Sebastian Cabot has a beard. It's called Sebastian fucking Cabot. (laughs) It has its own name. name. Yeah, it is. You, you, you look at the beard, you go, you got a Sebastian Cabot going. People know what you're saying. I call him, I call him S-Dog. <laughs> okay, Tony so now did we too, know, for the plot, we've learned that she's the one who needs to believe in Christmas. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Christmas everywhere in the office. Well, you do work this at Macy's. Is, dude, it, that's what it is when you're tall, right? You can get away with shit like this. Right, he's not wearing pants. I couldn't be a little round guy acting like this, douche. Huh? Well, now they're having a debate like she should believe in Christmas. That's she magical. Be like, piss off. I'm Jewish. God damn it, David Hartman. <laughs> I'm Jewish. I don't, I don't believe in Christmas. Did you get it? Yeah. It's. I come into the office. It's Christmas eight hours. I clock out. <laughs> it's Christmas. I'm Jewish. That's awesome. That's the miracle. It's like, leave the I don't Jew even alone. Like, I don't even like green, pal, okay? Yeah, I don't like green. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like green and red, you fucking weirdo. So now he succeeded in getting an, a, a date with her, you know, to go to dinner. He was persis- persistent. Oh, is this the Eskimo kid? Oh, you're not supposed yeah. to say Eskimo, sorry. Well, he definitely, like, he looks like me as a dad. Uh, I guess this is my kid, and we're here live, I guess, for Santa Claus. I don't know where what I'm is doing. she from. Okay. I don't know. So in oh, this, this is scene, it. Okay, in this scene, a girl who only speaks Spanish is on Santa's lap, and so he's just speaking Spanish to her. And Susan will. Oh, no, over- the other one was better. It was exotic. It was like Native Alaskan or something. It was awesome. 1940s Eskimo. He spoke. <laughs> I'm not saying that you, word again. You, and in the nineties one, if you say 1940s yeah. beforehand, it's applied. It's applied. It's but it, it the you know. Was, I said it was fun. It was, and he was like donkey, donkey, shuka, dookie, leaky. That was. See, she had the same look though. No, he in is the from 90s the North Pole. One, in the nineties one, it was a it was a girl who was deaf, and it was really endearing. He did sign language with her. But isn't he you from the North Pole? The Eskimo. It's got to be the Eskimo, or I yeah. mean, the native Alaskan. Santa's from the North Pole. North Pole, right? Yeah, yeah. North, Pole, yeah. North Pole. Right, North Pole. Of course, he knows the language. How's he get around? Who delivers the you milk? You know any deaf elves? Are you crazy? <laughs> There's no Spanish elves back in the North Pole. It's <laughs> <be> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we meet Roddy McDowell. And Roddy McDowell is the shrink. Oh, he's going to psychoanalyze Oh, What is he from? He's He's from Planet of the Apes. He's from, you know what he's from? He's from Cult of the Damned, Mike. Uh, What we saw in our our podcast. Yeah, he popped in a few of our films. But Fright Night is probably a great film he did in the 80s. He's uh, our Star Trek connection. He's been in a too. bunch of stuff. He older when he was older too. He's been been in stuff. Oh, he's always. He been. looks kind of young here. Yeah, seventy three. I was born in seventy three, pal. Yeah, or oh, this film came out in your celebration for it. Like it's <laughs> Anthony's favorite movie. Let's kick it. I thought I was a piece of shit until I saw this movie. <laughs> I 
this is kind of funny. Like she's he, Santa's whispering to Karen, uh-huh. and, and, and this... then the shrink, you know, so the shrink can't hear, and then the shrink whispers, "It's my job." <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's he's whispering. So why would you think that? Well, why would that happen? Stop saying why for everything I say. Very suspicious to energy between Karen and Santa. I'm sorry, man. I got to point that out. She just wants to believe. She's a Santa fucker. Yeah, she's got a fetish, dude. She needs help. (laughs) Fuck me, Santa. Bad Santa. (laughs) That is not funny. So he was on Batman a lot, and he won a Tony Award, and he was great friends with Elizabeth Taylor. Now, this right. guy, it's really weird. In all of his life and death, he never made an enemy. What do you mean? Like, who cares? You mean, like, compared to Robert Wagner? Well, he's, he's like, reading the card about Santa. Yeah, he's trying yeah, he's to say, it. this guy really thinks that he's Santa Claus. I need to psychoanalyze him. Here, I wrote the like, in the card. Like his his date of birth, he was like something that well, you freaked know what? him out. He's bringing up Santa Claus, and Santa Claus gave him an intro. So that's what the card is. It says he's playing clubs and colleges all through the North Pole. Nineteen uh, uh, forty Eskimo children love him. <laughs> Coming to the stage, he will kiss your Kringle. It's Santa Claus. I might have to learn that song. I literally might have to learn that song. Like I don't recall, people. you know, the one scene I remember from the original that's probably going to be replicated is when he gets letters from children saying they believe in Santa Claus. Yeah, that'll they get bring him in. They bring yeah. him into the courthouse. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. A big one. But I don't they remember really, the Dunkin' Dunkin' song. They kind of stick closer, close to the original and it's the spirit of this, the plot. Okay, the part so that gives me goosebumps everyone is, the, is the crutch, though. The cane. Mr. Mr. Macy has called everyone to his office, and there's a new policy in our fucking store, ladies and gentlemen, and that's for fucking nice. So if you know where it's cheaper somewhere else, send them to the somewhere else, because sales are up since Santa has started doing this. Have you ever had that, like a store? I guess like Progressive will say, listen, we'll, if, we, if a company has a cheaper rate, we'll let you know. Yeah, and price like, matching yeah. is usually what happened, yes. Dude, what happened to the old suggestion box, right? Wasn't that good? When somebody actually had to write something down instead of clicking, right? Yeah. Like, a, there it is. But they know it's made for my handwriting. <laughs> and, and the death threat. And the anthrax. They the place my... stinks. <laughs> Anonymous <laughs> Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> Sign a little pouch of white powder. I'm, I'm anonymous, damn it. Watch my podcast. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Doesn't he look like he's talking to Charlie's Angels on that speakerphone? He looks like he hasn't gotten this many lines. (laughs) Yeah, right. Never never Charlie's Angels got lines like that either. Bosley and Jacqueline Smith were in every single Charlie's Angels. Yeah, but he'd be like, he'd come in and just be like, gotta do this, Angels, gotta do that, gotta do that. I'm talking to Charlie. He never skipped out. There was never an episode where he was sick and they just had to like nope. talk to Charlie without Bosley. No, he was in every single one. Bosley's cousin. Bosley's cousin at a Yeah, right. <laughs> Bernie Mac shows up. 
Do you remember when the Dukes of Hazard brought in the cousins? That was crazy, man. They said, well, you can't do this show without us, and we want a pay raise. And they said, okay, you have cousins, flip and <laughs> flip. <laughs> and for a season, they had the cousins on. That, that was exactly so like that. Yeah. That was dark. All right, here we go. All right, so what's happening here is it's a psychoanalyzing session, right? But Santa flips it on the shrink and starts saying he can help him with the shrink, you know, with his problems. And he's biting his nails. and Right. He goes, I want to see you once a week, if you will permit me, and we'll work out your problems, Mr. Schwartz. <laughs> well, uh, next week is the 25th of December. Not a good week for me. Not a good day. We'll have to reschedule that. The 26th? Nah, give me another day. I'm exhausted. On the 26th, I'm going to be beat. Oh, yeah. It's just too fake, dude, the beard. It's killing me. It's hard. It's hard for Anthony Quinn. It's like it's Sebastian Cabot. And Sebastian Cabot has one of the greatest beards on television history. Yeah. yeah. They just and couldn't make it white. Nothing worked. Everything looked fake or painted on. These days, they would have made it white. Yep. They would have used nuclear waste if they had to. Yeah, a CGI beard that winks at people, you know, anything. A CGI. Now, when he was um, Planet of the Apes guy, Cornelius, yeah. he couldn't touch his face. He would get itchy under the thing, was hot. He would actually literally cry sometimes on that and Planet of the Apes costume. He was in all five of them. He played Caesar, too, right? The, the rebellious ape. So he I always wore he, makeup. He skipped one. Oh, maybe did maybe uh, below beneath. Yeah, um, Cornelius in '68, beneath the Planet of the Apes in '70, he was directing okay. his own film. So the, the rebellious by David Watson. You ever hear of that guy, David? No. Dude, if I ever am in any kind of movie where I have to be an ape, I want to be the rebellious ape. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Roddy McDowell would go now. on to. Uh, the conquest of the planet of the apes and that was the rebellious one i'm not conforming to your your apeness carl okay well it was like his son so he sounded exactly like him right yeah. <laughs> that was their excuse it's just and, younger ape makeup and he was caesar Who, again in 73 it was the battle for the planet of the apes and that's it he was Who wants to be with the goody goody ape anyway, right? The rebellious ape gets all the ape chicks. <laughs> gets all the <laughs> the apets. They get the chimp. The ape chimp. That mother effer gets <laughs> He's pretty oh. good. He's a pretty good actor, that guy. This so douche, he was in know. the original Star Trek, by the way. So he that's he's our Star Trek connection, Mike. Rodney McDowell. The Santa Claus? Yeah. yeah. He's famous in that show. Well, he played in the original Star Trek? Yeah. Do you guys know you guys know Q, right? He, Q, he played Anon. this guy called Trelane, who's one of the collective. We wouldn't have a Q if we didn't have Roddy McDowell's part. I know Q. Q's the one that can do anything, go anywhere he wants, and he introduced them to the Borg, right? Yeah, yeah he introduced them to the Borg, and he organized a rally in which they took over the Capitol. That's right, he told me to go on the 6th. Oh, Q. <laughs> I can't talk about that, Carl. 
<laughs> Not on no, this podcast, on. you can on Quinspiracy. I look, I look like I could be in QAnon, dude. Stop it. All right? Yeah, look, Jesus. we don't bring up the six. I, I got COVID over there. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not that organized, man. So now I can't make it to the rally, pal. Right. I had to get a plane ticket. So I Rodney McDowell realizes he's been been duped by Santa, and Santa's psychoanalyzing him. So he's like, you know, Terrible. freaking out. Was it in the other movie? Didn't he hit the psychiatrist? Did he hit him or something? I was gonna say that he had a he had a psychiatrist in the other movie. He had like he smacked him or he did he did something to him. But he was like one of those tough nineteen forties New York City uh, psycho. Right, right. Yeah, sure you're he was a New York Santa. City Santa. <laughs> sure, and I'm a Mary Elf. Sure you're Santa. And Mike, I'm... do you recognize Karen? Do you know her face from the movies? From like he used to all... walk with one pant leg up. <laughs> she, she was Bernstein in all presidents men. I remember that. And no, I don't. I don't. But I, I can't forget her hair. It's Look like, how smaller the the famous tree is back in the day, right? right? There's like all the presidents. Game. Man, that was in the seventies, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was later, later than this. I love Robert Redford. Well, man. yeah, it had to be later than this because there was no Watergate yet. No, Watergate was seventy three, right? And this is seventy three. Well, yeah, but he resigned from office. I mean, all the way to seventy five, right? Is Jeremiah Johnson one of the best movies ever, or am I crazy? I know that movie. I never saw it. Like, I'll, I'll see really? it. Really? Oh, my God. I might have All seen right. it, but I was very little. Is that... <laughs> okay. No, I'm saying it's an awesome movie, dude. To say you saw it when you were little is hysterical. He's <laughs> out there. Why? It's a true story, too. It's Go based on truth. Carl's parents hated him back then. He's like, "Let's why don't we go see a, a movie?" <laughs> it's R-rated, so the babysitters are included. What is that? Is that oh, that St. Patrick's Cathedral in Cathedral. the background? I don't is think that... so. No, I think we're around fifty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's some other Masonic cathedral. Yeah, St. Patrick's Cathedral's by the tunnel, right by the Lincoln that... Tunnel, or is it in in uh, Rockefeller Center? This is the Actually, it is in Rockefeller. I think that's it, dude. I We're, think that's you're right. It. We're in Rockefeller Center right now. So, Now, look, Susan, she's soulless. Oh, my God. She hardly believes in a thing. He's just a nice old man. What, are they playing chess or something? Yeah. Like, oh. version Whoa, Anthony Quinn. Cool. No chess, yeah. I called it, man. Work. I saw the bad acting stare. <laughs> right, so they're playing chess. She's barely pretending to play chess. <laughs> and she's going to pretend to checkmate him and he'll get mad. Who the fuck cast her? <laughs> Guess Melissa Gilbert tried out for this. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, but Little House on the Prairie would come next year. She wasn't a famous person. Oh, I was the biggest Little House on the Prairie fan. Little House on the Prairie okay, fan. then you got to help me, Anthony. There's going to be a scene in which I think that... Do you remember the sister who went blind? Mary, yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. I think we're going to see Mary in this film. But the really, how she look? Kermit, you help me when you, there's going to be two little girls, and the one on the left, I think, is Mary. I'll tell you when I'll we spot get Mary in a fucking second. In a second, I'll spot Mary. I'll spot half pint. I'll spot uh, 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 Joseph. Joseph. 
He he almost <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix could be Joseph, I'm telling you. He could pull it off. Okay, so what we're learning here is more about like he's trying to teach her about imagination. You know, like she's she just doesn't have the spark for Christmas spirit, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like in the original one. He's trying to like convince her. And she's like she's gonna say, He's a nice old man, but he's not Santa. Right. Checkmate. Yeah, well, who delivered you this fucking game? He me. was letting her hang in the game. Come on, man. She's, she's on the 12th move. Like, her pieces are all over the fucking board. That's, like, really what is, shitty chess. What is she? Is her last name Fisher? Yeah, right. <laughs> she was born in New Jersey. That's why I like her. Is, is she racist like player. her dad? <laughs> is she racist like her dad, Bobby Fisher? Is she gonna? Does she like going to Iceland? <laughs> okay, in 1956, she was a little girl on As the World Turns, and 1956. No, that can't. Which be means possible. not. Which means not that much. Wait a second. No, that can't be possible, right? This is 1973. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She was born in '63 in Hillsdale, New York. She was in this, and she was also in something called How to Survive a Marriage in 1974, which was also directed by this director. I saw that. It was all her fault. (laughs) How to Survive a Marriage in 1974, it was the kid's fault. It was her. Like, the the marriage would have worked had it not been they had children. Now she just checkmated him. Oh, fuck this game. Okay, so we found out that Santa lives at an old age home. In like Beth Page, Long Island, or somewhere far away. And so since he's gonna be the store Santa, Good Morning America says you can be my roommate for her until Christmas. Really? No strings attached? Right. And he goes, Dude, Oh, if it's if my you, pleasure. So he goes, if You're Santa, you, you can't be big time in it, right? You gotta be in like a home or living with somebody. You can't be like <laughs> Look at my 70-inch screen. You only, you only work one day a year, right? You're not going to, like, drag that wealth over for a whole year. You got to conserve. No, he works more than one day a year. And what, he gets the close? Oh, so he goes to, to Macy's, right? Beforehand. He's getting Macy's money, baby. That's like Thanksgiving to Christmas Day. And then it stops. I don't know. The whole North Pole thing. How does he have time to do this, the supermarkets, the convenience stores, and build toys? No, no, those are fake it's, Santas. Those are fake Santas. He hires like the fake one who was drunk. No, he doesn't hire them. Doors do. It just seems so clandestine to me. You know, like we can't really go to the North Pole. Santa's in the North Pole. You know what I'm saying? Quit. It's it's conspiracy. Do you know actually Santa Claus is mushrooms? Look it up. Not going to say anything more about it. Look it up. It's an out reindeer pee, okay? Reindeer pee, okay? Now, what does Susan want for Christmas, okay? Susan wants a house, and she wants a very specific house of which she has the, like, brochure, and she wants a daddy in it, which means Good Morning America to marry Karen, okay? But you could never do that, Santa. Santa's not slipping himself in this. I'll marry your mom. Okay, (laughs) I'll do it. He kept it. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> so the thing is, Susan is like, 
if you don't get it for me, you're not the real Santa. I'm telling you, I'm going to cry at the end. When I'm gonna I see you. that fucking cane, if there's a cane, I'm crying. Okay, Mike? Sorry, buddy. You better house me. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the cane. Was that like part of what? the... You don't remember the cane in the end? Oh, when, when they when found they the house, that? that's how they knew Santa left it for them. That's how they knew Santa, you know? You might see okay. that again in this film. I don't know. I've only seen it four times. I get goosebumps thinking about it, dude. All right. Let's see if it holds up. You've seen this four times? Yes. Now, this, he's you saw it four times, Carl? It's my job. I have to prepare for this podcast. You're out of your fucking mind. Thank you, Anthony Quinn. Glad to have you on. Mike, so, how you get Mike, it? Now you how get did it. you start doing the podcast with this fucking guy? I was He's doing it crazy, half And Carl's like, I can't listen to this. It's so fucking half-assed. So he researches it. He's, he writes a theme song. He gets the guest. Gotta love Carl. Clap it out for Carl. Clap it out for Carl. There we go. There we this, go. This next performer... He's open for Santa Claus. <laughs> well, he now, talked through Santa's movie, I should say. He didn't really... I worked for... I opened for Santa Claus. Now, this old folks director there that you see, uh, you might know him from Mork and Mindy. He was like the dad or something like that for a while. The late, or the late Orson Bean? And look, this guy right here is Burt Mustin. He's been in a million films. He was discovered Jewish. at age 67. All Jewish actors in this Christmas movie. He was in the monkey. I'm sorry, go ahead, Carl. He, Mike, Bert Mustin was in the monkeys, 1967 monkeys marooned episode. Don't you know every one of those? I do. That's the one where they get chased by uh, girls. So there must have been a. <laughs> there must have been a Mr. French is carrying this whole movie. I just want to say that. He's, car he's got it on his back. Right, he's he's clean shaven, wearing a fake beard, and still carrying this movie. He's carrying it, dude. He's the only person with a speck of talent in this fucker. Grampy. I don't agree with that at all. Look at Bosley. If I was here. if I was Bosley, I'd be like, I don't want to be in frame with that guy. <laughs> what kind of department store like crap I am. has a, a store display trampoline in the background? Oh, yeah, they would be sued, right? Yeah, you can have that happen. Like, okay, jump, everybody. Action. Also, this really jumping. boring. Keep jumping. When we say cut, stop jumping. <laughs> Bosley has a speech. Well, he's Mr. Macy. He's the hot shot there. And oh, he's no. actually Mr. Macy. Okay. Macy? Is there a Gimbals anymore? There is, but it's fancy right now. Gimbals went away. Macy's like, is still around. I think there's one. Isn't there one in Manhattan? Oh, it's Donald Trump. No, it's without it. Yeah, there was a... I don't know if they bought the name like they did with Sharper Image and uh, some other companies. I think companies. there's one Gimbals. Gary Indiana. Yeah, Gary Indian is where this is coming from. He's and they're saying Santa's gonna be a shooter. <laughs> this is pretty much a nothing scene. They just it's just chit chat. He's gonna about. crack. Yeah. He's gonna crack. He's gonna unleash his reindeer on everybody. 
I wanted to see how many uh, crackers uh, Roddy McDowell was going to use in his chili because he had like a nice. <laughs> what is on. what? Is, what does Mister French do when he cracks? What do they? What do they think he's going to do? Uh oh, Jody. <laughs> That's a good question. What's the threat? He'll have mistletoe everywhere. <laughs> they're they're culpable. They're they're making they're exploiting this crazy guy to be Santa Claus so they can make money. He's gonna crack. Now look how Karen is doing the layout for a newspaper ad or a poster or something. Like the I thought famous Macy's was- ad. Oh, she looks kind of like a bird. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, in this scene, it's a little weird. This is a situation which is like a million living rooms. You've been in those places. But right. somehow... Like a Macy's. They're all... the Good Morning America is already a couple with Karen. We never saw that, right? Yeah. They missed a step. Oh, look. And they're hanging out in the in Gimbal's... And Macy's fourth floor. Right. He's there doing some work. And seriously, though, Good Morning America has all Karens on it. So there we go. Right. This is his first Karen. <laughs> there we go, dude. What are you doing, honey? I'm drawing a map to escape from this Ikea. If we start from that trip, that bed, take a right at the uh, plastic desk. Don't miss the so- soccer game. He was an actor. He met this Karen. He liked Karen so much. He said, you know what? I'm going to be a newscaster. Good morning, America. Get all the Karens. Right. She's like, you're around Karens all the time. What's so special about me? Do you even remember them having a date? No, there was nothing of it. Like, it wasn't even implied. It was all the girls wish. Yeah. Anyway, I just uh, saw your door unlocked, and I thought I would walk in and talk to you. Okay, so now uh, we're going to have a song. Maybe you'd like to hear the, the other song. Santa, like- the other Santa always had a hat on, didn't he? Oh, no, I think he didn't at some time. But he was, like, balding, kind of, right? Right. Right. What's up with this dude's hair? I, I don't know, Mike. I don't know, dude. It looks more like real Santa instead of, like, could he be Santa? Which the other movie instead of what? Like, could he be Santa? That was the best part of the other movie. Like we didn't know. All right, let's rock out. Okay, turn your sound up. Let's hear the song. Oh, that you like the costumes too much. <laughs> Little subtlety, okay? Hillsdale, New Jersey. Thank you, Jersey. Ron McLean has better poems. Quinn, do you have your sound on also? He does, doesn't he? No, I he's not muted. We listen muted, but okay. We watch muted, but. Now, this will be it. This will be the only, like, musical number. And that's only because this is a Christmas movie. They got to get a song in. Mike, do you like that one Christmas carol? How does it go again? Oh, I wrote it. It's about Christmas. It's yeah, Christmas, 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 Yeah. How long have I been muted? 
Couple, like uh, a minute. Minute. Wow, I had good shit, dude. Why is Santa singing? I don't know what. That hurt yes. me. We got to kill time for the. I'm second not hour. the man I was before I saw that. Okay. Okay, so here's the plot point. Okay, what's happening now is like he's giving money to Santa so that he can get an emphysema machine for the old age home. Okay. Finally. That's a breath of fresh air. Santa, did Santa smoke? <laughs> yeah. Too so many Santa, pipes? Like all these old I think elves. he did smoke a pipe in the first one, didn't he? I saw oh, the first one, know. but... That was back when they said, the healthiest thing you could do is smoke a cigarette. <laughs> right, it has a filter. Doctors, look at these doctors smoking cigarettes. <laughs> so now... Gimbals and Macy's are going back tit for tat. I'll give you 20% off the emphysema machine. I'll give it to you for cost. What? You can't do that, Gimbal. I cured emphysema. Work for me, Santa. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, the old commissary. This is the third scene they shot this movie in there. Right. Now, what's going to happen here is we're going to basically get a fight. <laughs> Between Santa and the shrink that will get physical. Oh, is there a food fight? Is there ramen soups there? Yeah. You see the commissary? (laughs) They have a frozen fried chicken. They're shooting four other Christmas movies that they come here to eat. Oh, I'm in a Christmas carol. Now, here is Alfred again, our nerdy autistic friend. Because it's it's 1973, I'm allowed to say that. And the shrink will essentially insult him to his face, and that will offend Santa, who will have a fight with him. Where did Quinn go? Uh, he's getting ready. He heard the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I know where Quinn went. Yeah. Let him get ready. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I choked on some popcorn. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, no, I have. This popcorn is. <laughs> yeah, be careful. It gets stuck in your throat. Too much butter, dude. Too much fucking butter. I have vodka and popcorn right here. Carl, you ruined all my. You roast my fucking bits. <laughs> <laughs> No ice in that glass. So he's essentially calling, thinking your Santa is the Santa delusion. And he'll Uh-oh. say, is it'll it gonna, be worse gonna... for Alfred because he's a nerd. And that pisses Santa off, who's going to be get have a fight with him. Physical fight. Good. I, I want some action in this movie. Nothing's you told me that's a man. <laughs> it looks, he looks like a far side drawing. He, yeah, he, he looks, looks like, like a fish. He looks so androgynous. It's like Pat. That's Pat. <laughs> Remember Pat? Oh, yeah, of course. It's Pat. That dude looks like... Tell me that dude don't look like Pat. It, he does, except you said dude. Yeah, I always thought Pat was a dude. I'm sorry, man, okay? Oh, okay. Jesus. What's that movies on YouTube? We'll be watching It's Pat the Movie. 
but they're not they're not oh they I was going to say they're not showing Pat too much. Okay, watch here comes the physical fist fight. I know you, you promised this fight. Uh oh, eats this 1973 tuna sandwich. Actually, I think that's um what's his face? Seth oh. what? What's his name? Seth Rogen? <laughs> Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh wow, this is where you have to like lie down. Yeah, he's at the that infirmary. Was, Next to that the was that cafeteria. Seth guy before he before he got famous before he got in shape. Look at his teensy weensy little band aid. Now, does he have but, a wound on his head or is that his sideburns? <laughs> so, but what did he do? He pushed him down with a piece of pie or something? Yeah, right, right, right. yeah. It landed but, on the floor. And, Needs to the other down. one, he, Santa like smacked him or something. So yeah, he one take was your shirt <laughs> This will lead to Karen consenting for him to get psychologically tested. Okay, so Roddy McDowell's going to show up and sort of abduct him from instead. He's going home after a long day. So you're coming with me to the institute. Oh, so they're they're friends now, Roddy McDowell and him, or no? No, they're working against each other, right? So, Roddy McDowell got a pie in the face, fell to the ground. Now he's in the infirmary, and he's like, this guy must be tested. Oh, 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 Roddy they're McDowell. They're going to okay. agree. So he's going to, like, run up Santa, go over to his apartment, and take him to this, like, institution. Whoa. Really, a loony bin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. They put Santa in a loony bin, and then, yeah. So is Santa buddy buddy with Good Morning America? Is he like are they yeah. buddies yeah. now? They're gonna be yeah. roommates. They oh, are. that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he she wants like to Mary get the Girl. honey dip and she wants him to help Santa. Is that it? That's right. He's kind <laughs> of in a bind. <laughs> if you don't help Santa, you don't get any love. <laughs> now Alfred's got his big day in which he goes down to the child care center or whatever it is. And gets to play Santa. Oh, this was in the other movie, too. And our Santa's all over it. But Alfred didn't look so bad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) They overdid it with his bad-lookingness, you know? The kids are like, hey, look, it's Santa Claus. They all have the quote marks out on their hands. Santa Claus. Oh, I was actually Santa Claus twice. Now, there's Geraldo Rivera. Where were you, Santa Claus? Were you there for the show? I used to work at a, a shipping company called UNFI. They're an oh, organic yeah. food food company. And two Christmas parties in a row, I was Santa Claus. Cool. That's a yeah, good man. Gig. I forgot That's about that, gig. actually. It was pretty cool. A kid wrote me a note. Anthony Quinn, yeah, dude. <laughs> it, it is. I even have a Santa Claus story. I got a story for everything, man. So did it, did the letter say, Dear Short Santa Claus? Dear Shorter <laughs> Claus? Well, what's your Santa Claus story? No, it, it was the little girl wrote me a letter like, Santa, it was so nice meeting you. And I don't remember. I don't remember. I think I threw it out like three, three sentences in. But I liked it. I liked it that she did it, man. You right. know? I was I was I, went, I, went I worked in a warehouse. Way. I was on a fucking quota, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, man, I was good at Santa. I was good at being Santa. I have kids, all right. Now you were Santa. You said twice, twice, two years in a row. Same same shipping company. 
Same company, yeah. And yeah. then I got and then I got fired for stealing. They were like, Wow, Santa for no, I didn't. <laughs> it was the vending machine. They weren't eating it, dude. Come on, stop it, Mike. Right, so there was here this- I found it. I wrote it down. This is the third remake of the original 1947 film. 47. And then it was also produced by 20th Century Fox. They also allowed him to use the name of Macy's. The one in the 90s, they didn't allow him. They called it Kohl's. That's a shame. It's like the first time it's not product placement. And it's in the 90s where it's all product placement. How could you watch anyone after this? You know, this is kind of acceptable. They're going to ruin it even more. Christmas, they have to recycle. They got to get new content of same content of whatever content they can get. And especially if it's a romance, the better. So if they can remake Christmas Carol or Miracle on 34th Street one more time, you know, they'll do it. Yeah, nothing like a remake. Remake is guaranteeing revenue. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's the same story. Like, name me an original Christmas song from the 21st century. It's a little hard because we hear the same fucking songs every year. We Christmas, hear like, Christmas, 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 Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Dude, Merry they Christmas. should do a sequel. Miracle on 34th Street Part 2. <laughs> right. Easter Easter hunt. Santa's back. <laughs> and he's pissed. <laughs> Santa's cool. <laughs> oh, Bad Santa 2 is like one of the worst movies I ever stopped watching. What is? Bad Santa 2. The sequel oh, to yeah. Bad Santa. I never saw that one. It's rough. Terrible? Yeah. Yeah, it's depressing. Like, it's the, just everything. The first one was kind of depressing. Yeah, but it was funny though. At least it had like it was you know, funny. It was. Yeah, this one was like not funny and depressing. <laughs> this is like wow, what a Christmas! Kind of like Anthony Quinn, yeah, yeah. food addict, Quinn yeah. Spursy. <laughs> so here he is in the loony bin, looking out this window in his pajamas, right. looking at the Bowery, the Lower East Side, Flatbush, Long Island. And he's about to give up, like, I called the elves. (laughs) I told him to shut it down. David Hartman was Good Morning America, 75 to 87. I remember him now. I remember the side profile, I remember him now. Uh, David Hartman. Currently anchors and hosts documentary programs on History Channel and PBS. He's 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 the first host of Good Morning America. Actually, I guess this wasn't that long ago. Yeah, but he, dude, he's got to be old now. Yeah. Yeah. I sound like I look for a David Hartman documentary. Right, yeah. exactly. He's like, this is amazing. <laughs> so what we're learning now is they did tests on him, and he thinks he's Santa Claus, so they want to have him committed. Okay? So he's but he's ready to-, to give up. And this guy's like, don't give up. They're only doing it because it's Christmas. The moment it's January, they're going to forget about this guy. (laughs) Now. Hey, Tom Bosley from Bosley the Bosley. That's right. Here's Mr. Cunningham. Oh, Tom Bosley's the shit. That's my boy right there. Why the hell is another Bosley, right? Yeah, right. Because we have. There he is, Tom. There he is, Tom. This is before Happy Days. Uh, well, no, isn't uh, yeah, it was. before seventy three was before seventy five was Happy Days. I, Love in the Happy Days on uh, Love American Style. 
Yeah, I think you're right, Anthony. I think this is before Happy Days. It's got I'm it. positive it is. Is it before Glad Bag commercials? Happy Days has no. way better production value than anything in the seven than any like this stuff. Yeah, Happy Days is pretty good production value if you if you if you watch the show. That was one of the reasons why anybody fucking watched it. Everybody was a terrible actor. Well, they found like a drive-in. They're like, "Hey, this drive-in still works. Don't don't scrap it." <laughs> we used it for American Graffiti. Great, save it. Oh, that's Inspector from Barney Miller. Holy shit! I fuck Barney Miller is one of my favorite ever, man. Hey, that's that's right. in a suit. Yeah, okay, that's James Gregory, and he was Frank Luger on Barney Miller. That dude's a scene stealer, right there. Now He's he was also stealer. in Planet of the Apes. This guy was General Ursus. He's a scene stealer. That guy. And so Barney he wore, Miller, he'd be a scene stealer. He wore a monkey Fucking suit back awesome. then? Yes. What? And he was also in the Manchurian Candidate, you know, that with Frank Gusser. Sure. Okay, Dude. so Tom Bosley is the judge, and he's the one who's going to sign the commitment papers. But now David Hartman shows up and goes, I'm a lawyering this whole lawyering thing. And he uh -huh. goes, all right, so I can't just sign him. We got to have a hearing. Okay. And then he's like threatening him with a lot of um a lot of publicity and Tom Bosley's going to run for office. So Tom Bosley, who we just met an hour and 20 minutes into this movie. Yeah. Dude, right. this guy is so typecast for me though. Profe uh, the Barney Miller guy, Inspector Luger. Yeah. I, I just can't, I can't buy he's anything but Inspector <laughs> Luger. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, I hear you. you. You hear the music. You have to expect the cell and then the, the background. It's hurting it. me. It's hurting me bad, dude. I'm taking a beating over here. I want to see Harris. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see fucking Nick. Yeah, Nick. Uh, where's my Nick? Uh, he's he's all right. I Nick. Nick is my boy. When he died, they had that tribute episode. Yeah. Crying, I cry, dude. I cry, Mike. Mike, I cry. Well, it was a special episode. I think it was a two-parter. So you felt better, and then next week you start crying again. Cry, cry like a fucking baby, man. Holy, I don't even can't even think about it. Barney Miller's genius, dude. I mean, it's a little hokey. It's a lot hokey. Considering thought, it was the '70s, and like it was yeah. so terrible, it was like, <laughs> oh, you're you're a police department from the '70s. All right, here we go. Back oh yeah, that was okay, pick up. now. Hold on. Pick up now. Wait a second. Pick it up. Anthony Quinn, we're going to see maybe Mary uh, from Little House on the Prairie. She'll I told be you, I'll notice. I'll recognize her immediately, dude. <laughs> now, she'll be a little girl on the left-hand side. I would probably date her right now. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, that would, now, that would be right, a little more legal. We're going to see the people from the crew. Right now, 2022, where are you, Mary? I'm sorry, Carl. What the little girls are going to run through, and then one of the cat of one of the crew members, you're going to see them on the lower left part of the screen. Right. He didn't get out in time, and the director was Wait. like, "Well, today's over." Was that him? Was that his arm? Yeah, that was it. That doesn't matter. Printed cut. Listen, I got to do that. You're special. telling me you're gonna. That's gonna. You asked me about Mary and that little run by. Is that it? No. She'll be the girl on the left. It's coming up right now. You See, said that about Tom that. Bosley is like, come kiss your grandpa goodbye. And they 
they a uh, good night and they refuse because oh this is from the it. first one too his wife gave him a lot of shit like oh and it's his they wouldn't kiss him because oh you're you're blocking Santa up? Yeah, okay, all right. I'm with you. <laughs> okay. You bring Tom Bosley in. He's on the left. Is that Mary? I don't think so, dude. I'm sorry. There, look. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, right? Ooh, I don't know. I don't I don't think so, dude. I'm well, sorry. I couldn't find it on the internet and I scoured, you know. It's not her, I dude. Didn't... Mary Mary had those eyes, dude. Yeah. Mary had those like eyes before they went blind. <laughs> yeah, well, she still had the eyes. Oh, I got a commercial now. I got an ad. Get ready to All skip. Right. Tell me when to skip. Three, back. two, one, skip. Oh, it did it by itself. Right, yeah. All right, I'm at 103.50. Okay, me too. All right. Uh, I actually, I was like two seconds behind, but it works. I'm 103.53. You're way behind. 103.57? Yeah, no, they're in dinner. They're having dinner right now. Yeah, we're at 104.3. He's, he's okay, drinking. Okay, that's all right. Just hang with it. It's close. 104.5, 104.6. I'm right with you. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're doesn't close matter. enough. But now they're like totally a couple. And Chris Kringle said, look. Susan wants a house and wants us to get married. So he's conveying the message <laughs> to Karen, who's just going yeah. to agree. Right. Let's Dude. get married and have a house together. But she's They went fast. That was about. the 70s, but married? 70s? I don't know. <laughs> the thing is so bad about this, she's not going to be really super happy about it, you know? Right. They have no chemistry. But she's never said anything about this relationship. Like, you know, he's a prick or... Well, she said stuff like, like, um, you're great. Do you know that? And he goes, thank you. So are you. It's real flat. (laughs) David Hartman. See, she smiles, but it's all low key. It's strange choice. I think Natalie would, would have been better, of course. Well, I mean, it's a Christmas movie, and they have to get this out, so whoever performs it is going to be fine. Are you yeah. crazy? Natalie Wood would have been a million times better. Yeah. Now the, the Natty, chemistry, Natalie Wood's name the chemistry is better Wood, than this movie would ever be in a billion years. The chemistry of Wood and Hartley would be, like, out, out off the parks, right? No, it would have been Robert Wagner. It would have he been. He wouldn't Robert have been. Wagner. He wouldn't have been cast for this. Are you crazy? If Natalie, Wood, Natalie Wood, in, Natalie Wood would walk around him, right? Like they'd get anybody they wanted if Natalie Wood was in. No, this no, no, no. The deal was they wanted Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner and Natalie Killer Potter, and and because that would be perfect, you know. And Natalie her Wood Led's Killer. Look, we want your. It's Led's not killer. a murder mystery, though. <laughs> no, no, you, you'll you'll murder her later, allegedly. Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, we finally get to the trial? It's Just... not a trial now. It's a hearing. They make that real clear. Well, was that because of COVID? They couldn't get anybody in the jury box? Exactly. I remember the hearing, too, because this makes him go free again. Well, so when are we going to get to the letters and then get to the that's end? That's not for a while. That's, oh. that's yeah, that's like... It has to end, right? Like... I get no, it. no, we're not near the end. 
But I mean, we're in Act Three. Yeah, that's very little of me. But this the, the second you saw Richie Cunningham's father, you were in Act Three. Like, who's the dude he just folding his arms? He's yeah, like, that? he's the political force behind Tom Bosley. And he's the one who was there when the girls wouldn't kiss him goodbye. He's the one that was sick. You cannot commit Santa, you know. Was Tom Bosley ever young? <laughs> yeah, he must. Well, you know, I get him and um, Dick Van Patten mixed up a lot. So really? Really? Because I see a young he, Dick Van Patten, and I go, oh, that looks like Tom Mosley. Uh-huh. He, he probably looked old when he was seven years old. Like, you know who doesn't What are you like kids doing? Marilyn Ross has some, like, harsh words to say about him, like, in her book. Well, and, he wasn't a nice person no, not in at real all. life and in yeah. Hollywood. Right. Really? Was, yeah. Oh, Ross. his on-screen oh. appearance is wonderful and warm. Right, he was all- America's dad. No, he was a he would he would drink, he would smoke, he would fight. You know, he he wasn't a good guy. I kind of like him more now. <laughs> oh right, yeah. <laughs> and Richie you know who else they that. say was terrible? They say Luke uh, Luke Costello was terrible. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. They said he was terrible. He would always annoy Abbott. He'd be like, "Hey Abbott, this <laughs> and hey Abbott that." <laughs> what? What is it? Yeah, what a prick. Papa. See, Carl, I don't usually do impressions, pal. But that that You're works. pulling it out of me, Mike. <laughs> Here, here's a Lou Costello impression. It's easy. Ready? <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll be the other guy. What is the it? What is it? Helps too. What is it? <laughs> I've tried to exhume a gravestone. What's going on? I'm trying to exhume a grave. Lou Costello was scared. He would pull into that. <laughs> Who's on first, Mike? <laughs> well, we got we got a lot of great uh, people. Uh, well, uh, yeah. In fact, I do manage a team. Uh huh. Right. Sure. I, I guess have I do. Have on your team? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He plays first base. Everything. Dude, they're plays they're first trying base. to jam up Mr. French, man. They give him a legal rigor moral. It's an exciting court case. This is a hearing, you say? Okay, so. There is um, commitment papers, and if Tom Bosley signs them, Santa is committed because he's not Santa. Of course, he's not Santa. So this is a hearing, so that that's my boy right there. My boy speaking. He's going to the judge. Get him, Inspector. Yeah, I think I saw this on Court TV. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to prove that he's not Santa, they're going to bring Macy to the stand who's going to say, yeah, I just hired this guy to be Santa. But then he's going to see in all his, in his mind all the bad publicity, you know, the store that canceled Santa. Oh, so he's going to lie and say, of course, this is Santa? Of course, he's 100% he's Santa. Bosley versus Bosley. Or my name is right. Is it like I had every Charlie's Angel bang this guy? <laughs> yeah, hey, we're both Bosleys. That's Judge Bosley to you. Now, did you or did you not sleep with Jacqueline Smith? I did not. I remind you, you're under oath, sir. Or did not. I just bought her a Cupid doll. <laughs> oh, Bosley, says Tom so Bosley. In his mind's eye, he's seeing all the headlines. Who did you? 
What he's like early edition. That guy is so talentless. Oh he's early edition. He can predict the future newspaper heading, the headline. Yeah. He's Quinstradonic. He, like, he was like, hey, angels. That was like all he, that was the talent. Talent was soaked up. It was done. Right. So hey, was, I think, hey. He was like, hey, angels. He was a role model. Like he hung out with supermodels for six seasons. What's his secret? He never touched them. He respected them. Because they knew he was a little, they knew he wasn't even going to take a shot. He's a little like troll. Yeah, but you know he looked. Christmas, no, Christmas. No Christmas. more questions because it's I just, just can't help think of Barney Miller, man. So he goes to Roddy McDowell. You're fired. Oh yeah, you're Whoa, fired. Whoa, let's clap that out. I clap things out of my podcast, sorry. <laughs> Tom Bosley must have been a television personality by 70. Must have been a what? This is TV, TV personality. Everybody here is TV. Right, so where was Bosley from? Like, he was from Maud, or was he from, like... Oh, to, um, no, Charlie's Angels was him. Uh... No, no, Tom Bosley. Oh, oh, Tom Bosley. Okay, I got him here. Judge, right. my boy's trying to help him. Okay, so Murder She Wrote, he had a regular uh, thing. Right. He had a Broadway musical in 1960 that launched his career. He won a Tony Award for it, uh, best performance. Bosley by a just actor. I'm sorry, Bosley made the. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Inspector made the. I know Bosley. Made his contact, his political contact, mad just now. Oh, in court? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to, because if you cancel Santa, right, everyone's going to hate you and your political career is over. I didn't think this through. So now, uh, Good Morning America is turning it on its head saying, you have to, you know, the burden of status, the proof is on the state. You've got You want it on your record? You've got to show that you canceled TV. Santa? Yep. Wow, that's playing hardball. You want it on your record, Mike? <laughs> no, man, I didn't cancel Santa. That's not on my record. I don't not know, dude. Record. I heard things. I heard no, things. my record's clean. I got to clean it. Are you talking about my record? Dude, I'm paying $10 to find out right now. <laughs> I didn't cancel Santa Claus. It's not on my record. So there now there's a recess and he's basically gonna get two seconds of don't cancel Santa from his political boss. Who's his political boss? Harry Anderson? Is it <laughs> night yet? It's my turn to get on court. <laughs> night court. Night court. He hangs there. The worst part of night court was before that guy that. wants him to cancel Santa, doesn't he? No. Is that Gimbal? <laughs> the political guy who doesn't want him to? Right, because then he'll be uh the guy who Claim that Santa was fraud, a fraud. Right. We don't want to blame this on the Jews. So he is real, Santa. The end. Israel. I caught that. Oh, Israel. Yeah. No, no, nothing to do with the Israelites. Okay. So oh, two tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, two o'clock, you're going to have to. He, okay. This is what Tom Bosley did. He got slick and he said, We are not going to cancel santa that's not our job but we will but you've got to prove that this guy really is santa and you got to do it tomorrow so as you guys can imagine the letters are coming 
Yeah, but said, we're not getting into this controversial whatever. <laughs> How did they get the letters anyway? Did they go to the North Pole? They were near. No, he went to the um, you know the post office in New York across from Madison Square Garden and the train sure. station. It's yeah. got the big big steps. Yeah, he'll traverse those steps. And this one to deliver too? the letters to the court. Hey, we got a bunch of dear God letters too. You want to take them as well? Get them off our back. <laughs> Delivered to them to Anthony Quinn's we, house on Trimble yeah, Street. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, That's I get this. too much fan mail, okay? Stop it, Carl. That'll My fingers hurt from opening it all. The post office will have delivered letters to God to your house that federally... Dude, I got carpal tunnel from opening all the fan mail I get, man. Yeah. Stop it. The postman's like, it's it's from Carl. Hi, Anthony. It's from Carl. <laughs> well, I do. Carl, I mail Anthony coupons. Dude, Wendy's. he mails me Wendy's coupons and shit. He's out of his mind. You, you think I need fast food coupons? I think he's trying to kill me so he could have my yeah, comedy. Absolutely. <laughs> he's like having another cheeseburger of me. I want to scream more on stage. <laughs> Whoa, what'd I do? Where's the letters, Carl? Is it tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific, these 5 o'clock no, Eastern? The script made a big mistake. They said, see you tomorrow at 2, and then they, I don't know, had another scene. I don't get it. This is the scene in which he gets the idea. Susan says, here's my letter I wrote for Santa, but I guess he won't get it this year. He's not at the North Pole. Also, I'm 35 years old. Dear Santa... It's me again, Mike Spiegelman. This is the 53rd time I've written to you. Dear Michael, as I continue to write you over and over, you are Jewish. <laughs> also, I can't give you a snake for Christmas. When you are Jewish, two snakes are not a good gift. Animals Santa are not owes gifts. me, man. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you did me a favor. The was dead. <laughs> I want to say that um, I did um, bite carrots and tell my kids it was reindeer. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I want to apologize for that. I didn't make the reindeer tracks, but I bit carrots and apples and said, the. and my kids were like, oh, my God. <laughs> you fed an apple to Santa's reindeer, and then you showed the eat an apple to your kids? No, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah and it wow. was on a pizza tray. Okay, now, Mike, here <laughs> he is that. across the street, right by the New right. York yeah. building, uh -huh. running up the steps to the post office. I'd be so out of breath by now. Look, there's young Mike Spiegelman trying to get his uh, college applications in. I'm surprised he didn't get stabbed running up there. This is the 70s, yeah, right? <laughs> the Midtown in the 70s, dude? Come on, baby. Oh, so we're finally getting closer to the letters, are we? Right, the letters are coming this scene. Thank God. But the difference is not going to be a full courthouse. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Kind of lame, Carl. Yeah, Sorry, well, they had they had newscasters, reporters taking photographs of all the letters. That's People right. People were aghast. This scene's going to have Tom Bosley go. You are. now this this hugs so closely to the original. Why didn't they do that? I don't know. It's because of the coronavirus, you know. This you sure this. they didn't, or is this? You sure? Oh, you watched the movie, so you know. Well, they look, didn't. you see, the, they're in court right now. There's nobody in the seats. But I mean, people could bust through the door or yeah. something. Like here we are. I don't know, Carl. Try to stay optimistic, pal. 
We love Hands Off Santa. This is one of my favorite movies of all time, dude. That's why you're here. That's why you're yeah. here. The older, the older one, though. This, I mean, I know, but that doesn't go with Mike's podcast. You don't see that. We don't watch Shaft. We watch Shaft Four, Shaft in Africa. We <laughs> you never will watch Shaft in Africa. Yeah. We saw, we saw House Four, not House One. Oh my house God, four. that must have been to, Oh House Four. Yes. Yeah. That's this podcast. Or House That's House here. Party Four. Oh, we're going to watch on 34th Street. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're watching 1973. It. Right. With, with Richie Cunningham's dad. I'll well, tell you, the, uh, the, Bosley and Inspector Luger are saving it right now. This, they this, saved the, this whole fucking movie. The 96 remake became like another cultural flagstone yeah. or whatever. That people was a very good movie. one. Yeah, I mean, what people was? that all the time. The one from the 90s, the remake from the 90s. I mean, I know kids who grew up watching that movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I can't name them, but I'm sure I know them. They're probably freaking crack. Okay, here it is, now. guys. Here it <laughs> is. They've been out of meth heads for years. <laughs> you got to watch the original one and maybe this one, but dude, 90s? Well, 90s, 134th Street. Sure, with Coles. It was very good. Oh, here's the mail. Uh, it's, this mail says, Dear Good Morning America on it. It says, Dear David Hartman on it. Yeah. It's from, it says, Dear Evan Hansen on it. <laughs> you think you could do that to a judge? <laughs> You'd probably be in right, contempt of court immediately, dude. I would be like, you'd be sleeping on your shoes in Central Book. <laughs> if you didn't bring a pizza delivery guy with this, yeah, here we go. Cut this shit. I'm Tom Bosley. I have no sense of humor for this. He's Santa Claus. You're they the did answer. it, Mike. Are we? Are we? Is it done? Are we done yet? We're getting close to being done. We're not done. Now, the judge will take his daughter's letters and stick them in the pile. That, that was from the original one. This stays pretty close to the original one, Carl. Yeah. I'll tell you, it gained some momentum for me, buddy. I'm probably going to cry at the end. I'm sorry, Mike. What scene do you cry at? I know you the think pain, I'm, pain. you've built me up. I'm on this pedestal, and I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. So we got the cane hasn't showed up in this movie until now, right? Like it's gonna. No, be no, he's not the cane the whole time. Remember, he had the guy hold the cane for him when he right. went to the loony bin or something. Right, that's right. Can you hold my cane while I go to the loony bin? I'm Santa. Claus. <laughs> Let me have a cane in here. <laughs> There's my favorite from the monkeys. Oh, you know what? That's what he did in the original when he hit the guy with his cane. Yeah. Oh, it's a food fight. Yeah, now it's all coming clear to me. All right, Carl. This time he got a pie in the face. Same story. Oh, no, look who's not happy. Oh, my God. Those sneakers must be worth a millions. Why? Because she didn't get her house? Right. Is this Christmas morning? Yes. No, it is? Or no, it's yes. Christmas Eve? Uh, no, I think it's tomorrow. It's got to be Christmas morning because she's upset. Well, if it's Christmas Day, it's it's Jesus's day, and we, these guys need to take a chill pill and wait till Boxers <laughs> Boxing Day to, to get into the story. Who cares? We got our presents. 
fuck you, Santa. Are you still hanging around? I didn't ask for this. Oh, I, I guess I should have left. Yeah, you should have left before I opened the present, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Showing your face. There was some open micer did a hilarious joke like um like um he's asked a Jewish person, What why don't you celebrate Christmas and get presents? He goes, Well, because I don't believe. And he goes, Listen, I don't believe, but that doesn't stop me from going to Christmas town <laughs> every year. <laughs> yeah, right. She's basically telling this guy, I believed in you for like a split second and you fucked me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not supposed to swear, right? I'm sorry. No, you, you are allowed swear. to swear, and that's exactly what he, she just fucking told him. And here they fucking come down the street. Now, look look at the green, nice street with autumn colors. It's supposed I know. to be. It's Christmas. Christmas. That car is fly. That, that dude... He's pimping out right there. Come on, right. dude. That car. Look at his suit, too. He's got like a zoot suit on or something. No, but it's not Anthony, suit, but... it's not Christmas time because all. I think that's corduroy, dude. I think he's wearing a corduroy right. blazer. <laughs> he is. You tell me that it's not a corduroy blazer, dude. At Come on. The Sears catalog blazer. You can order it. Ah. <laughs> <gasps> She goes, All what right. Uh oh, uh oh, God. I might have to pause this. Don't cry, Anthony. I'm sorry, Mike. I... Oh, look. It's the producer's house, and he left some candy go to go in the door <laughs> for sale. Well, good thing she ran in there. It's everything she wanted. We could shoot the Waltons in here. She, she looked it up on Zillow. Yeah. <laughs> they have a nah. mudroom. It was the, the 70s Zillow, those free shits they give you at the gas station. Oh, the, the magazine? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's already somebody in the house. Like, well, we already got the house. <laughs> somebody in there. Excuse me? I have the hardwood floor guy coming. There's six other families. Oh, I'm okay, sorry. Okay, now get ready for the cane. All right. I know it's a pretty big house for three people, right? A little fucking gluttonous. Yeah, they, they don't need all those rooms. Oh! Whoa. Oh, shit. They Citizen fucked it up, Kane. though. It was a weird, like, zoom-in shot. It I know. It was like, da-da-da. Then the music said, da-da-da. Da-da-da. And the other one had it, like, by the window. It was way... Now, here's another one. It's like, you know they I... Blew the cane. You know, they blew the cane. I when, can't cry, Mike. I needed to Karen cry. said, look at that fucking cane. I said, you guys <laughs> fucking screwed the fuck <laughs> out of this. It's the only, the only reason why I want, did this, Carl, because I thought I was going to cry. Yeah, no, that was yeah, they not cry-worthy. Oh, hey, fuck you, guys. Your Christmas songs no one's ever heard of. How sad is that? There's only six Christmas songs. Christmas, 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 you know, I I I thought it was bad in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, Bosley popped. Oh no, not Bosley. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's Barney Miller, from, dude, <laughs> from Happy Days, right? Tom, Tom Bosley, Bosley, right? It's weird. There was two Bosleys in here. I was like, wait a minute. I'm not talking about the terrible actor from fucking Charlie's Angels, but Tom Bosley, then Inspector Luger, and uh, and Mr. French. I mean, 
Mr. French was great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His so that's beard looked fake good. as hell. His beard made me want to, you know, was making me throw my white claw <laughs> back up in my throat a little bit. But his, he was right on, dude. He carried every scene. And, uh, you sure that was? I would bomb? say I would say this is it's just like two point five out of five. Uh -huh. All right, that's kind of solid. There's maybe a lot two, of crappy maybe two, two, two. All right, well that's a little. Since low. you said it's solid, I'm going down. Right. I'm going down. Right. That's two. That's inferior. Two, two out of five. Two out of five. Carl, what do you think of this movie? I think Anthony's right. I think it was like there. There, it was very good for your podcast because there was a lot to talk about. A lot of actors we knew. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. It had its moments in which it was sort of endearing, but the original so much better. And and Anthony, the '90s one is very very good. They, uh, you know, they could have had just such better leads, man. I mean, the two, the the chick and the guy, they they just could not act their way out of a paper bag. They were terrible. Yeah, I think if no they had better movie. leads, I know it's a TV movie, but bat, you got to realize this: TV movies in 1973 were huge because that's all they fucking had. Well, that right. was it. Like you could go to a theater, go to New York, and see a movie, or you could stay home and watch a Christmas movie at home. Watch a TV movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> the six channels you had, or whatever the fuck it was. You know, this well, Mike, Miracle what did you think? Street came on. Yeah, I and they hate, hype it on I commercials. Hate, yeah, I go hate ahead. Christmas. I hate Christmas movies. I okay. hate 12 minutes into it. But this is kind of a classic uh, Christmas movie where it's not like about a romance in a small town, and I give it that much. Okay. And, it's, and for a remake, you know, we do have the ba the Bosleys. We do have... Uh, Roddy good, McDowell. Yeah, a good swath of some people. Jim It's great. Jim Vaca shows up. Yeah, so, but it was still... I don't know. It wasn't bad for a Christmas movie, but uh, I, I don't like Christmas movies. Would you give it a one out of five, or would you I, be around? I would be it's very not... respectful and give it a two out of five. Saying uh -huh. It's not the worst Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas movie. So, Anthony, you have to take yours down a half point because he now matched well, your no, two. No, no, it, no, no, it, no, it's, it, no. It's really, dude, it's like it's more of a movie about Santa Claus. They don't talk about Jesus. They don't really talk about Christmas that much. They right. just focus on, and that's what I like about it. Because when I, I fell in love with this movie when I was a little kid. This was what I watched on Christmas when I was a kid. I went to Catholic school, and, uh, you know, Christmas was a thing, but it wasn't, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was good back then. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was good. It was good. I wasn't, I was the only child that wasn't spoiled. I got a lot of presents, but I got a lot of, like, Small garbage. <laughs> you got Hanukkah presents. You got socks and you got like pencil eraser and pencil shirt. I got weird shit that my mom bought on the street on the way to work. <laughs> yeah, shampoo bottle. In Manhattan, in Manhattan. So, Mike, is uh, it trailer time? Have you picked one for next week? No, I haven't. It's just as soon as I've, uh, I watched all of the Bruce Willis Razzie nominations oh, right. this weekend. So I'm a little uh, uh, spent. <laughs> all the movies that we talked about a couple months ago on a Razzie episode, right. I have watched before voting. And I'm going to actually finish Dear Evan Hansen and then vote on the Razzies as time allows Wait, but today is april 17 i think oh right well but yeah 
I, in the past, I'm, I, the I, Razzie, Razzies are way done. But can I just say, Actually, I watched some all of the, those movies except for Empire, uh, for except for Infinite. I watched them all. That's yeah, because I couldn't see Infinite either. We just didn't have the right streaming service. Yeah, right. Some of the Final Destinations might be funny to do, like the later ones. If we can, but they're, find it they're on still YouTube, kind of big movies, though. They're still kind of big movies. The 3D one is a genius. They go to like Death goes to a 3D movie, and then the 3D effects is like real death traps. And they're like, that looks like cool 3D. Ah, no, they weren't fake at all. Mike, I just looked it up. Today's actually Workers' Day. It's May 1. Today is Sunday, May 1. Yeah, that's a long time from March. So Yeah, the Razzies yeah. were so long ago. All right, I'm done. Well, thank you. Anthony Quinn, where can people find more about you? They Your two podcasts? On my your- podcast, if you search Anthony Quinn Food Addict or Anthony Quinn Quinspiracy, the stuff pops right up. Perfect. You search you have a food Facebook addict presence. podcast, food addict podcast, or, or or conspiracy podcast pops right up. I'm on every format. Very easy to find me, Anthony uh, the dot Anthony Quinn on Instagram. I'm just Anthony Quinn on Facebook. I have my uh, Facebook page called Everything Anthony Quinn. Mike's going to join right away. Everything Mike. Anthony. Mike is going to go off this podcast right now. Uh, He's going to join go my Facebook. group. And I'm going to hit undecided. I'm going to hit, like, good for you, question mark. Uh, I'm interested. I'm going to do the little Yeah, you interested. But I, I do try to have fun, mix it up a little bit. I post a bunch of stuff about me and, and you know, my friends in comedy. I'm out two or three nights a week doing comedy. And I do a bunch of podcasts. So, yeah, man, you know, thank you so much for having me on, Mike and Carl. More Mike than Carl. <laughs> Thank you. It was a great movie suggestion for Carl to have you do watch. And uh, yeah, you're welcome. Anytime you, anytime you want to come back, Anthony, you're always welcome to, to join us. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. This was a lot of fun. I a had a great fun. time. Yeah. All right. All right, Carl. man. Thank you, Carl, for all the research and watching Thank this movie you. and doing the song and getting Carl. Uh, let's Anthony listen here. to my Anthony. theme right now. Yeah, let's listen good. right now. All right, we're gonna listen to the theme. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. All right. Let's Bye-bye. watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been
you say it's six o'clock, it's up. It's Bug House Square, that's right. It's coming at you um, as live as you want it to be, but uh, I'm here and uh, uh, man, I just uh, I couldn't feel better. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Okay, uh, tonight. Well, what um, vigilante man? What I've got is something that's very special. Very, sp- I got to turn this music way down because um, a friend. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's a friend. Uh, I, a new friend and uh, my partner's uh, coworker. Anyway, I mean, we don't have to get into details. I mean, I'm not thinking about pertinent information, but anyhow, I. Partner Fine said, uh, "Oh, you know, she's got some records there that she's sitting on." And I'm, uh, I'm like, "Yeah, always records, yes." Um, and then it was arranged, and um, I got like an entire record collection. So this is special because uh, for me, it, and it was obvious that this was um, something. It wasn't just like, you know, Granddad's records or something. This was someone who, who. Owned these records and had uh, a lifetime invested in them and gave them to me. It's like super, super heavy for me. So I got these records and um, I picked, you know, there's months worth of shows, but I'm just, I'm kind of picking in stuff out of there. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on <laughs> on this show. So, enough with that. And, I'm totally digging on uh, the show before this, the uh, Always Free, uh, which I respond, Always Fair, and their show, and they're all these field recordings, and fucking kudos, because those sound great, and uh, there's some good stuff in there. Um, yeah, so here we go. Why does a vigilante man carry that sword off? Shotgun in his hand, would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
so long, so long. Like